right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. I appreciate you, Tom, being here. Kevin is all fired up for today. Because, you know, there's a difference between Kevin's shop and my shop. And the big difference is, Kevin's, you could drop a sandwich on the floor, the five-second rule applies. Mine, probably not. <laughs> well, there's some other differences that I'm very, very jealous about. Now, I have a, a very, you know, cool garage. It's set up nice, and it's, it's enough space for a killer build, but man, there was never enough space. And that's why I'm so jealous of Willie because he has ungodly <sighs> amounts of garage space, man. It is awesome. Walk, walk us through, you know, your setup, Willie, how you found it. Because, you know, me being, you know, kind of a car guy as well, going through the same process, I think many of us, we all want a big garage because we have so many yeah, things man. we want to do, build, tools, toys, you name it. And it's not an easy process, you know, you're, you're looking for a house, you're trying to solve all those, you know, ins and outs of, you know, how many bedrooms and all that stuff. But then you're saying, does it have a garage? How big is it? You know, I always shop for the garage and then hope it has a cool enough house. Hey, that's exactly what I did, man. I, I literally, I was going to build my own house and I was taking out uh, 10 acres kind of out in the country outside Denver. And then I was like, you know what? I think um, I'll drive around the subdivision out here in the country and see if there's anything available out here. So I took a little drive, you know, and I live a decent clip outside Denver, but I work in South Denver. So it's not that bad of a drive. It's about 25, 30 miles to work each morning. So, you know, and I do a morning show on a radio station. So when I go into work, there's nobody around. So I can just haul ass into work. So it wasn't bad for me to you know, start driving through this little neighborhood, and I came over the hill, and you know when you see that garage that somebody has, and you're like, my God, look at that garage. I, I saw this enormous building, and I was like, man, that's the garage I want. And then I saw a for sale sign, and I was like, whoa, hey, I get the house is for sale? So they were building this custom home on this little six-acre plot outside Denver, uh, and I happened upon it in 2004, and it's funny, when I called the real estate agent and said, yeah, I want to look at this place, he met me out here. I drove right past the driveway to the house and went right to the garage. And he said, don't you want to see the house? And I was like, nah, I'm going to be in this place more than I'm in that place. So show me the garage first and I'll come see the house later. <laughs> so literally, I, I bought the place because of the shop that was on it. And I never thought I would fill up that space, let alone add to it, and then build another shop on top of my hill. So yeah, I've got 
I've got a little bit of a problem. I've got a lot of garage space. Um, but, you know. No, no, that's not a problem. <laughs> that is a good thing. Except the fact that once you have the space, you tend to fill it. So now you got the problem of filling it, but that's a different thing. Yeah. You shop the same way I do because I, in my lifetime, I've bought three houses. And every single one of them has been exactly the same way. Let me see the garage and then I'll go look at the house. And every one of them yeah. has had the biggest garage I could get. Now I'm trapped here in, in kind of Metro Detroit. Uh, you know, you can go out further, right? Like kind of you're, you're, you're that next wave out of town where you can start getting acreage and big pole barns and big things like that. And it gets harder the more you get into town, right? Because you got yeah, all kinds yeah. of zoning laws and everything else. And and what you're trying to do is find that thing that was grandfathered in, you know, or, you know, somehow it's it's there and it's got the space. Or in, in the case of my latest house, uh, I shopped for a house that I could build onto. So I took my, you know, small two-car garage and I extended it out. So now I've got a double deep, you know, in my current house, I've got a four-car uh, but it was all about the zoning and making sure I went to the the board and and had the approvals and all that stuff on how to build. So there's a lot of navigating to get the perfect garage, or maybe maybe you don't want that perfect garage in your home. Maybe you want a car condo, right? That's a whole nother way to approach it, you know. So there's from the pole barn out in the middle of the woods to you know what can I squeeze in my current property to maybe I'm not even going to fight it anymore. I'm going to go car condo. And, you know, I think a lot of us have this, this, you know, goal in mind on, on what they want. And, and we've got a great solution. Uh, a buddy of mine started uh, gearhead homes, Brian McNamara, and it's all about finding the perfect garage space for us car guys. So why don't key, we take a break yeah. here and, and bring him in, man, and, and pick his brain on uh, what he's done in this sort of empty space. Because this is huge. I mean, I know what I've struggled in all three of the homes that I've purchased, trying to weed through thousands of listings and everything else to find that you know needle in a haystack. And here this guy is, that's, that's what he does. He just hands it to you on a platter. There you go, I found them all. Pick which one you want, you know? Exactly. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, he's got his hands in all kinds of good stuff around uh, big garages and condos and condos with tracks, you know, race car tracks. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. All right, man. We'll take a quick break. Bring Brian back with us. This is the Two Guys Garage Podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Appreciate your time. And how about finding the perfect shop? The garage, the place where, you know, where you're going to spend most of your time. And for car guys, that is always one of the first things they're hunting for. It was weird when I found my spot because they had this place marketed as a horse property. And I'm sure Brian has probably seen some of that. They list it wrong. They have it under the wrong subtext or title. And, you know, and for a car guy, it's finding that one key place. I'm like, who is... Who's the dum-dum that marketed this as a horse property, you know, that's going to bust up concrete and run stalls out the back and do all this extra work? You should have marketed this as a mechanic's dream. You know, you got a showroom, parts room, lift rooms, have all this stuff at your convenience. So when I found this place, man, I consider myself, you know, finding a needle in a haystack, which I'm sure, Brian, that's probably what you you find for people all the time, constantly, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's... Like when you guys touched on earlier, I mean, everything you said is basically the reason I started this whole company. Uh, I was in the same struggle. I was looking for a house with a big garage, couldn't find it. 
um, people were taking me to houses with no garages and small garages, and I just couldn't explain it. It's, I don't know. They just they, they couldn't get it, and uh, that's what you know prompted me to to really kind of start this whole niche because at the time I was working in the performance automotive industry, and I mean I sold you know turbos and suspension parts and stuff to race car drivers and whatnot, and um, and uh, when I was looking for a house with a big garage, it just it was just a pain. And uh, it, that's what prompted this whole thing, and and got me, you know, got me started on this whole process. So, um, and for one, Willie, really, I love, I love that you're in your garage <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Willie is living the the man cave dream right now, doing his podcast yeah. in the garage. That's that's my Kevin, style. Right? Kevin's in the little office, and Willie's in his uh, his big old garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the little one on the house, but yes, <laughs> when you shop for a house. All your criteria when you search thousands of listings are how many bedrooms, square feet, price, you know? Where is there to pick garage, right? You have to just search through all of those and read through all the texts and whatever else to find something that says, man cave, mechanics dream, you know, all all the things that we're looking for. Yeah. Well, that was the biggest problem I had when I first started this company was actually finding based on the standard MLS information and what information was out there. Uh, it's been a huge journey over the years just trying to even educate other real estate agents on what we do and what they can do to help us find houses with big garages that they may list so that um, we can find it for our clients. So we've even worked with the uh, MLS uh, systems to add more garage features. And, uh, and we've been doing more and more of that over the years. So it's actually become an easier process at least for us, we've actually created proprietary um, like search portal for us that can actually find uh, way more homes than you could just either looking on your own or through like another real estate agent or whatever. And um, you know, we, but we've really had to build on that because at the same when I first started this business, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea because I can't find anything with a big garage. But once I started, you know, I was driving around, I was showing people homes and everything else. And I was like, man, there's a house with a big garage. There's a house with a big garage. They're everywhere. It's like, why, you know, why am I not seeing this in the in the MLS or, uh, you know, any of the real estate websites that are on that are on the internet or whatever? And uh, so I started digging a little deeper. And same thing, like I was looking at keywords, I was looking at all kinds of other stuff. So I had to build like basically a uh, a system for this so that we could find it and also start educating other agents, public, and everything else. And it just kind of it's been a progression as we as we've gone. But it's like even at, you know now there's still some struggles, but it's way easier than it used to be. So and we've got the systems to do it. It's funny because you say it's it's so niche, but everybody I know is looking for a house with a big ass garage on it. You know, I've, well, yeah. I've got friends that have moved so far out of town because they just they needed the shop space. So for me and and everyone I know, what a home run having a an agent that is already sort of honed in on you know, these properties, these pieces of, you know, land that have, you know, that accommodation, that sort of luxury. Cause man, I'm telling you, building a shop is such a pain in the butt and finding a home. You know, I, I had a, a jump home. I had a little ghetto home when I first moved out here to Denver and I bought a house back in 2000. I remodeled it and I was just going to use it to springboard me to get out to the country a little bit where I could have a big shop. And I'm telling you, man, Having a home with a two-car garage that you can't open the doors, being a car guy, you just want to you want to blow your head off, man. He's like, ah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's- Dude, I started in a house with a one-car garage. I built a race car in a one-car garage. <laughs> yeah. 
my my first home purchase. Terrible. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, a whole different world now. Yeah, it's just you know, it's it's starting out in the one car, and then you know, hopefully you're getting to the two, and then at some point in life you're saving your coin and all that stuff, and you can ah get the dream, you know. Yeah, well, not even that because one thing that we've we found, and this is a request for many of our clients, is I just want a little house with a big garage, and they're out there. We find them all the time. So even your first home as a first time home buyer, we can find that big garage for you. That's you can have cool. a little house and get a big garage. Where were you? Where were you when I was struck right <laughs> in the one car? You know, like, but I tell you, uh, I'm on Brian's. Um, listing so every morning i get an email with a whole bunch of lists and uh you know i've got a house with a nice garage it's set up sweet but there's never enough room like we talked about right i gotta have room for the toys i got a couple boats you ride the dirt bike like i gotta get them out of my garage so i can build in the one i'm at now so i'm always looking so i look every morning like all right what new what new find is out there? You know, the diamond in the rough. All right, is that got a big enough? No, it's not big. Is that heated? Does it have power to it? You know, like all the <laughs> things you think about because, um, yeah, man, it, it, it's a dream. It's fun. It's fun to shop for uh, these are expensive things. But well, I, I got a question for you, man, because like you said, there's there's never enough. I got 28 cars under roof. And, and it's, it's visit, well, actually 30 if you, <laughs> if yeah, you visit, it's pretty if you awesome. visit my, <laughs> uh, it, it's just like, man, but it's never enough. There's, I got cars out, you know, with, with tarps on them wrapped up, you know, cause it's hell alley out here, you know? So for me, you know, it's, it was really cool finding a home with a, a big, you know, it's no to indie shop. So I got a big showroom, a parts room, a couple lift rooms, you know, and another garage that, you know, I could put 13, 14 cars under roof. Uh, if I want to as well. So I, I got lucky, man, having some, some real estate to do that on. Not everybody can find that. And man, when you do and you're able to do so in your city where you work, God, that is such a luxury to have. Because, you know, everybody just kind of ascends to the guy that's got the biggest shop. I've got a communal garage. Trust me. It's one of the downsides of it is everybody wants to use it, yeah. which I'm cool with. But at the same time, you become that guy. <laughs> that's not such a bad guy to be. I'll just tell you. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. No, if you've got the space, and that's the thing with the garages, size doesn't matter. And you know, there's but also, too, as you you know, if you're in a city, it's harder and harder to find you know a larger garage when you're like in a city. But as you move outside of a city, you can find more of that space. And like your garage, really, I mean, you're you're out more in the country. I mean, you've got a big piece of property where you can put a lot of that, but not a lot of people have that option, so they've got to be close to like the city yeah. to work and whatever. And that's the thing is we know how to dig them up and, and find them because they are out there, but they're in limited inventory. And then we also have solutions where it comes to, you know, building a new house. Do you want to, like, we, we can find existing homes that have big garages um, and we can sell, you know, for our sellers homes with, with big garages, but we also have um, quite a, we have quite a lineup of builders. And what's cool is we try to keep it in the community, in the car community. So, like the builders we work with are gearheads also. So I've, I've been able to hook up with some really nice. cool car guys that are also builders and they understand and they can walk the walk, talk the talk. And, you know, when it comes to our clients and wanting to, to build a big garage or a house with a big garage, they can also do that too. So we can go, we can coordinate the whole thing from start to finish. If you want to build a house with a big garage uh, and the other solutions too, is if, you know, we, 
uh, if a house with a big garage doesn't work too, or you've got too much, too many cars, but you got to be you know, somewhere where there's not a lot of inventory of homes with big garages, we can also find a commercial real estate, like a commercial building. And then even into like car condos too, which are being built in many different yeah, it's places. It's like a one-stop shop, man. Yeah, those car condos are crazy. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole nother cool topic, man. Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And and the thing too is like I've got so the like is what as far as like what people are looking for as far as the space goes, you know, a lot of the requests we get, um, you know, obviously the larger the garage, the better. But a lot of times you can't really do that as far as space wise. But you know, so there, but there are some certain items that people like and they look at as far as a garage goes when you're trying to work on a car or store a car or whatever, uh, especially if it's, their, if, if it's your baby, uh, like climate control. So heated, AC, depends on where you are. Um, electrical upgrades like 220, uh, 220 volt, 110, uh, sub panel. So you could you know, expand on that or you got enough voltage so you can do your welder, your lift, your compressor and all that too. Uh, high ceilings, high ceilings are huge benefit when it comes to a garage because if you're having issues with space spaces as far as dimensions you can always go up you can do two posts four post lifts yeah rack them and stack them baby yeah yeah even if you're not working on it you can rack them yeah you can stack them up so high ceilings are super important actually also hard to find too because not a lot of homes are built with garages high ceilings and also too a lot of times zoning has require uh uh like requirements on how tall you can build the garage and uh, you can't go up past a certain point or whatever. So you have to build them, you know, either with cathedral ceilings or you just can't go up that high. Uh, heavy duty concrete. So you can put lifts on them. So they don't you know, also, so your right. concrete doesn't crack over time. So footings for two post lifts, four post lifts, you can kind of stick with most, most uh, heavy duty concrete floors, tall doors. If you got a tall truck, Jeep, um, just, you know, getting any kind of big, piece of equipment into a garage, tall doors is, a, is another thing that's important. Uh, insulation. So if you, you're climate controlled, uh, you can, you know, you can keep that heat and AC uh, isolated with insulation. And then also too, like even a bathroom, you know, having a bathroom in the garage or right next to the garage is super important too, because you're always going to get. Oh deep. man, that is, that's, that's some fancy stuff right there, <laughs> man. But I tell you what, <laughs> There's many a time where I've, uh, you know, <clears throat> used the yard where I was like, oh, well, this bathroom might be kind of nice right now, a little sink and all this stuff. <laughs> Luckily, my house is very close to my garage since it's attached, but uh, I do definitely have the beer fridge right there. I mean, I think that's another key component. Now, that's an easy one to add for anybody who, you know, had a panic moment that they didn't consider it in their purchase, but... Yeah, you gotta have a gotta have a beer fridge in the garage. That's that's a must. Yeah. So these are these are huge things to think about. Now you can add you know some of those in, but some of them are harder, right? When you think about the depth of the concrete, I mean, you got what you got. Um, you know, you can add more power and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, when you're considering uh, you know a purchase, those are things to consider. Are they there? What's it going to take for me to get those items in? And especially like you're saying, if you're gonna you know build up from something, right? You're gonna build a garage. Uh, I mean, you want to damn sure you bake those in from the beginning because uh, a lot lot difficult to, to to put it in after the fact, right? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And that's another thing. Working with clients is an important aspect I always talk, especially to our buyers. Uh, like, say, for instance, we're looking for a house with a big garage and we can't really find it in the area they're looking and they want to 
you know, so we start looking for a house that doesn't really have the garage, but they can add to it. They could build onto the garage. So we have to look up the zoning to make sure the zoning laws allow it and also hook them up with a builder that could do the addition onto the garage. But uh, the issue with that though is uh, really what your house is worth, appraisal and whatnot. So if you're, it's always better to buy a house that has the garage space you want because the money that you put into the home, you're always going to get out when you put it into the house. But if you do an addition onto the garage and you pay the money to do the garage, you're not going to get a return on your investment on that. So it's always better to find that house that's got the garage. Maybe the house isn't updated completely, but the garage is there. You buy that because the money that you're going to put into the house to update the house, you'll get out. Where if you put that money into the garage, you might be kind of upside down. I mean, we, we get more for our clients as far as like selling a house with a big garage. But still, I mean, at most, it might be 50 cents on a dollar. So it's, it's better to put that money into the home than it is to put into the garage. No, that's absolutely right, man. And that's what's so, you know, kind of awesome about what you're doing is you're taking a lot of us that might not have gone through this process before, might not be thinking about all these details and, and getting them smart, right? Because like you said, I mean, you can put money into building a garage, but anything you buy in real estate, you're almost better off if it's already existing uh, as far as your, you know, value and purchase price. Um, now, why don't we take a quick break? Because, you know, we're talking about, you know, garages and things attached to homes and things like that. But then there's this whole other space that's kind of getting huge popular right now. And it's the car condo. And so let's talk about that. I know you've got your hands and all that. You've got clients, you've got builders, you've got things that are going on. We've got several of them around here in Metro Detroit. And I know this phenomenon is happening all over the country. So we're going to take a quick break. We've got Brian McNamara from Gearhead Homes. I'm Kevin Bird. He's Willie B. We'll be right back after the break. It's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have Brian McNamara on. And I got to tell you, man, you got a solution to a lot of car guys' problems out there. Um, I know we were going to talk car condos. I got a question for you before we get into that. What about HOAs? Oh. Like, they got to be a car guy's worst nightmare, bro. Like, those things, you can't have a car older than 19, you know, whatever, 95 in your driveway. Kiss my, you know what, lady? Like those things got to be crazy for you, man. You just went to the dark side on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I run from HOAs, man, because there's no yeah. way, there's no way they would let me in there. At least not after they figured out who I was and what I do. You know, I'm the reason HOAs were created. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a personal hate for HOAs, and I try to keep my clients out of HOAs. But the problem is, is you just can't avoid it. It, uh, it. Uh, you know, for, for certain areas and subdivisions, whatnot. So it's, uh, that's another thing too, is like some of the builders that we're working with, they're actually building, uh, neighborhoods like subdivisions where they're actually, they can build separate detached garages and also build larger attached garages. So you could have, I mean, you could have one of the builders we worked with, uh, planned out, uh, some of their ranches. It was like a 2,200 square foot ranch walkout basement and they added a 2000 square foot garage to the house Whoa. and then did a 1200 square foot detached garage uh, behind the house. Wow. I, I like when the house is as big or the garage is as big as the house. That's when we're, we're yeah. starting to have a good conversation. Exactly. I love those ratios. The yeah. Ra yeah. The ratios are important when it comes to a house with a big garage. So, uh, but that whole subdivision was 
all about like he was a bit the builder's big gearhead too so he wanted all like-minded people in that subdivision so it was homes with big garages and the hoas were very lenient when it came to that so that's what it is yeah man. you gotta take over that hoa you gotta have that hoa run by the car guys right if you don't have a big exactly. garage, yeah. you're out exactly. right your car it's it's post nineteen ninety five. That's like that's not a cool ride. It's like a pre. Everybody's got to do a dyno pull before they're allowed in the in the neighborhood. Like if, if you don't have five hundred, you don't get in, man. I'm sorry. There's horsepower requirements. Yeah, sorry. Horsepower requirements for this neighborhood. Dude, uh, man, we're gonna start a whole new trend. We're gonna have yeah the car guy neighborhoods, which I guess essentially is oh, yeah. kind of the car condo. Except it just doesn't have the house. Well, yeah, tell tell us about that. Yeah, except yeah. for most car condos you can't live in. So, and, and we're we're coming up with some solutions for that too. I've got many plans in the works as far as uh, neighborhoods with big garages and that you could actually live in. So yeah, so so think about this. You know, if you've never heard of this car condo thing, right? So you've got kind of an industrial kind of area where you know you're building these buildings, these garages, and instead of having you know a bunch of different businesses in there with all their, you know, signage and everything else. It's just car guy, car guy, car guy, car guy. And so now you've got this little community of car guys. And typically there's some pretty, you know, bitching rides. There's guys that are building stuff. I mean, and from there you can just grow. I mean, we've got one here in Detroit, right on Woodward Avenue, M1. And this is car condos with a racetrack. I mean, talk about how Oof. cool can you get? So especially for us, you know, in a city where you can't get a big garage, you know, A, you can get whatever garage space you need. So if you want one bay or two bays or three bays, you just, you know, stack them next to each other. You open up all the walls, you build them out into whatever man cave you want, your pool table, your couches, your TVs, you know, your beer fridges and all that stuff, maybe even your bar. And then you got all your cool rides there. And these cats can go out on the racetrack. I mean, how cool is that? That's awesome. <laughs> that's the tip of the iceberg. That's a, that's the king of the hill right there. Man. Yeah, it's an awesome concept, and it's it's really it really brings the car community together. Where before that everybody was isolated, they had their own house, their own garage, and everything else. But you know now you can come together in a community and have your hangout space and your garage space all in one next to your buddy who does the same thing. So uh, you know less complaining, and and you can. It's cool because you can show your stuff off just by opening up your garage door and just walking out and hanging out with your buddies versus, you know, having to invite people over and whatever. So it's, uh, it's, it's a really cool, it's a really cool concept. And it's, it's crazy because the, I think when I first heard about it, it was back in like 08, 09, actually in the downturn when Minneapolis Motorplex was selling their car condos in a downturn and sold out within like the first year and a half that they, they started building. And uh, that was when, I mean, YouTube videos came out and they were doing interior, uh, just videos of the interiors. And these people were building these things out like with awesome bars and, and just hangout areas and, and uh, showcasing their cars. And it's just, it's amazing what they're doing and how they're building these things out. Lots of money are going into these things and they're just, I mean, it's, it's just over the top of a lot of them. Yeah, man. I see them popping up. I got someone here in my little town of Parker, which is a suburb of, of Denver. Obviously, they're they're popping up everywhere. And anytime you can get a bunch of car guys together and, Bird, like you said, put a track in front of them, 
oh my god man like you're hoping the wife gets mad and tells you you know you're you're done you know i need my space for two hours thank you room you know (laughs) then send me the doghouse please yes yeah well it's a it's a constant cars and coffee it's a constant hangout with your car buddies right i mean ideally you get maybe a couple other friends that you know all get in their own little garage as well so they're there but then you're going to meet a whole bunch of new car friends you're sharing you know tools advice uh you know you can just walk up and down the uh the alley there and see what everybody's you know tinkering on in there or rolling out you know especially if there's the track there so i mean that seems like you know if you've got if you've saved up your coin, if you've done your hard work, right? right that seems like kind of the dream spot yeah. right there. And you don't have to clutter up, you know, or tear up your own garage. You know, you can have your kids' bikes in there, whatever they're kind of stuff, but you got your place to go. And that way it keeps the kids from scratching them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Writing their names in the dust. Oh. Well, the upside yeah. of it, too, is you know how when you've got your, your, your garage attached to your house and you, you, you're like, I need to work on the car today need to get out in the garage. I need to, you know, I got to pull a motor. I got to do this, but you know, it's, it's time consuming and everything else. When your garage is attached to your house, problem is, is you have way too many distractions. There's always going to be this going on, that going on. Maybe if you've got kids, kids are going to come out. Hey dad, what you doing? Where car condo, you could actually, I mean, it, it may be 10 minutes away, maybe 20 minutes away, 30 minutes. You never know. But what's cool is you can set that time. Out. You know that when you're there, you got to work. You got to get stuff done and there's less distractions. So that's a benefit also to, of having a garage away from home is you know that when you're there, you're pretty much going to work and you're going to get stuff done where you're not going to, where elsewhere you would have that distraction when you're at home. Well, it's a getaway. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, most of us are always working just because we like, you know, doing that stuff, but maybe you just need to get away and, you know, have a cold one with your buddies and talk, you know, talk shop and bench race and all that other yeah, good stuff. Too. Absolutely. And we're actually, we're, we've got a development that we're building in Waterford, Michigan. Uh, and we're actually, they're we're trying to make them a little more affordable for that middleman too. And uh, we just got phase, we're almost done with phase one. So we've got car condos that we're building right now too. So uh, we're doing 61 units. We don't have a track, but we're actually pretty close to M1 to head over to their track. And then uh, we also were really close only. 10 minutes away from Waterford Hills race course too. So we've got tracks around and we're close to all the major highways for people to get to. Yeah. Which becomes tracks late, late at night, you know, for a couple test tests yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least a couple burnouts or whatnot, you know? Right. Right. You know, it's always good to have highway access. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that motor runs before the exhaust gets on it. You know, I'm open header. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So let me ask you, you said affordable. What's the price range on something like that? Um, well, depends on the price. So, do you do it monthly? Is it a membership? Or you buy it all out and you own it for the rest of your life? Well, What's each individual car condo unit actually has its own tax ID, so it has its own property ID number. So you're buying a piece of real estate. So wow. it's you're purchasing. Some wow. complexes they'll rent some out also, so you can do some leases or you can purchase. And that's what's cool. But the what's what's cool is you can buy it. So when you buy it, you can will it, you can sell it, you can lease it. I mean, with, it depends on the H because there's also HOAs with the car condo complexes. Um, but it depends on where you are, what complex you're in. But it's yeah, it's it's a piece of real estate that you buy, and it's commercial real estate. So you're going to pay taxes on it. You you can also, I mean, pretty much every car condo complex I know of has actually gained equity after people have bought them, uh, especially in a first build phase. So when you're 
buying a brand new car condo, a new complex that's being built, uh, you buy into that early, you're going to make money on it. Uh, M1, I know M1, the people that bought into that, I think they paid, uh, like some, for some of the smaller units, I think they were about 80000 when they first bought in. And now those people, are when they're turning around and selling them nowadays, they're selling them for $350,000 plus. Wow. So, yeah. 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 So that's maybe something to consider is uh, getting Whoa. in on the ground floor of, of this new trend, you know? And it's, and it's real estate, right? So you, yeah, I'd say you buy it, you own it, and uh, yeah, you can play the market and and sell it to the next car guy, and and hopefully, you know, you, maybe you maybe you break even, or maybe you got a little money in it, or maybe you can actually make some coin on the backside. That's kind of cool. Now, there's another that you've got two locations, right? So you're in Metro Detroit. Now you've opened up offices in Tampa, where we film. So we do our TV show down in Tampa, which is awesome. Uh, and there's a another complex starting down there in Tampa. Yeah, is that right? The Motor Enclave. Um, that's they want. They're wanting to build a track and car condos also, just like M1. Oh, uh, so yeah. yeah really, we got to get to know these guys, man. Yeah. They said track. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's going to be one amazing complex, and uh, I can't wait to see that start construction. So uh, when I go down to uh, actually, I'm leaving for Tampa tomorrow, and uh, when I head down there, I'm going to see what I can do to maybe drive by if they i don't know if they've got the site i think they've got the site but i'm gonna see what i can do to, to check that place out so this will be a dedicated two guys garage um one in that first phase where we get to test vehicles that come through the shop that's and we uh, upgrade about. just saying i feel like that's a good test <laughs> run for us yeah there you go there you go oh. <laughs> it's a good test garage like so yeah and and we'll, um, you know, we opened up our office in Tampa also. So Garrett Holmes is in Florida and Michigan, but we also, uh, we're, we're actually looking for agents or even somebody wants to become a real estate agent, be a Garrett agent across the country. We're trying to expand into other, in as many states as we can. And uh, we also have a network of agents around the country too, that might not be gearhead homes, but they are gearheads and the real estate agents. So uh, if you're looking for a house, the big garage, we can, Pretty much set you up about anywhere. So, where, where do people find you socially? Like, how do, how do I check you out? Well, we've got a Facebook page. So, Gearhead Homes, just look us up as gearheadhomes.realestate, I think. We've got two sites. One's not active, but, uh, and then also Instagram, and we post stuff up on there daily. And then our website, gearheadhomes.com. Now, we didn't even get into all the things that you want to put into a garage, man. So we might have to get you back because I know you guys are, um, you know, finding people's homes and you've got a whole network for coordinating, you know, things like epoxy floors and cabinetry and workbenches. So that's another topic for another day because that's the stuff we love. Uh, but Brian, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, what a great resource. Like I said, I'm, I'm always, you know. I'm always shopping. Doesn't mean I'm buying, but uh, one of these days, uh, you know, yeah, man. another trigger will be pulled and uh, I'll have myself, you know, maybe a little rental home a little farther out with a pole barn that I can put all my toys in. So that, that's that's what I'm there dreaming today. I don't know about you guys. Or what about a car? You know, it's my toy box. <laughs> car condo might be in there too, you know? All right, man. Thanks to Brian McNamara from Gearhead Homes. Hey, don't forget about our show, Air Weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great way to get us. Our guest, we want cool guy, uh, Brian McNamara from Gearhead Homes. Go find that if you're in need of a big garage, some shop space. Hey, and also, my man Kevin, I am Willie, our producer is Scoop, and our executive producer is Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com we got tons of great automotive content in there, all kinds of things about our show on Motor Trend. And 
We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, everywhere on social, at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage Podcast, it's a copyright 2020, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Man, I'm fired up for some more garage space. How about you, Willie? Dude, I need you got some. enough, man. You just, no, you just, I, I you gotta, just slow down. I got it all full. I need a, I, I need another garage. I'm like, God, man. <laughs> you can never have enough space. That's that's the no. That's the sad existence of us car guys. You never have enough space. I bought this place and I was like, no way will I ever fill that garage up, man. I had it filled up in a couple years. I built another garage. I'm like, no way will I ever fill that up. I had it filled up in a few years. And I'm like, damn, I need more garage space. <laughs> So, yeah, man, it's a disease, and we all have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad you could share and join our disease, folks. Uh, we're out of time today, but we will catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Take care. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.